Yo, yo, welcome back to another episode of the What We Gonna Do podcast. I am your host, AJ. Y'all already know, y'all can find me on Twitter at What We Gonna Do Pod, on Instagram at What We Gonna Do Pod. Feel free to email me, What We Gonna Do at gmail.com. If you would like to support the show, make sure you go to patreon.com forward slash what we gonna do if you are thinking about starting a podcast go and check out podbean.com forward slash what we gonna do for a free 30 days of unlimited hosting i ain't had no problems all my episodes have been on there great resources great tools great support you know so far so good So, if you caught what I just said, there have been some changes, you know, little maintenance. Um, Instead of the, you know, Instagram at what we going to do, Twitter at official WWGD, I just got to thinking, I was like, let me change it. Y'all not paying attention no way, you know what I'm saying? So, might as well change it, hopefully make it a little bit easier. That way it's just what we going to do pod across the board hopefully that'll help some people out um you know but but we'll see it may go through some additional changes later on down the road but as far as right now that's what it is so while i'm getting started i'm gonna give y'all i guess like a it ain't gonna be like a recap but i don't know some people want to hear some people don't so um i'm just gonna give y'all like a little recap of, of my week so i went to a funeral yep Yep, went to a funeral. A uh, very close family member. Um, my daughter had dance practice. Um, went to uh, what is it a like a marriage event? Uh, me and my wife, you know, went went to like a marriage event that was Friday and Saturday. Um, you know, that was pretty good. And uh, Saturday, I went to go see Thor. I meant to go see it before, but you know, looking out. In the Twitterverse, seeing uh, CEO Hayes, CJ, uh, from the Awakened Soul podcast. If y'all haven't checked my episode out with CJ, make sure y'all go to iTunes, the Awakened Soul, and check that episode out. Really good episode. But anyway, I think I saw him talking about Thor and uh, him and uh, Ralph and whoever else talking about it online. And I was just like, yeah, I need to go on ahead and see Thor because... I am a you know a, a MCU fan, and I want to make sure I catch up on on everything. I ain't trying to be too far behind, and I'm definitely not trying to see no spoilers. So I saw that, um, and I guess you know whatever did a few other things. Um, but that was pretty much my week. So I mean, it's been a um, you know an interesting week, but you know life goes on. I mean, I got some good news. Um, you know, just, just as far as work. So y'all may hear about that. It may impact the podcast. Uh, I won't disclose any of that just yet, but, um, you know, got, got, got some news definitely, you know, that's going to impact some things just in my daily life. Um, and that pretty much wraps it up, you know, (laughs) you know, I don't know if I gave y'all enough information, but that, that pretty much wraps it up. Um, in Arkansas, the temperature is wilding. 
I think everybody kind of getting hit, you know, by this little cold front or whatever. So in Arkansas, it's kind of weird because it was, I think it went from like, what, like 75, 80 down to like 35 or something like that. Like within two days, you know, went down to like 55 and it's kind of been between like 60 and 32. Uh, I think today is supposed to be like a high of 60 or something like that. So yeah, it's getting a little nippy. A little nippy, gotta throw a coat on, you know, gotta gotta zip up my daughter before, you know, I take her to school, you know, gotta gotta definitely, you know, make sure the car is, is nice and toasty, nice and warm, you know, throw me a little little coat on myself because I ain't trying to get sick. I hate getting sick. I don't know about everybody else out there, but I literally hate getting sick. There are a few things. I'm a pretty strong dude, but when it comes to getting sick, oh man, I hate it. I hate it. Got my flu shot uh, Wednesday. You know, I regularly get my flu shots. I know everybody don't get flu shots, but I get mine. I figure better safe than sorry. You know, might as well go and get it out the way, you know, and, uh, you know, and I know all the different things about the flu shot and what it is and why people don't do it and, you know, so on and so forth. I get mine. I can't make nobody else get there. My mom, I don't even think my mom get flu shots or whatever, but my sisters do. So I know that's kind of weird, but we get ours, you know, period. Today's topic should be interesting. This is for the women and for the men. It's for everybody. Um, so I think I told y'all on the last episode um, that I'm kind of a part of a mastermind group of guys and we talk about different things that go on in life and just um, what our thoughts are on different subjects, things that may just be going on on uh, maybe TV, maybe social media, um, or just random thoughts that kind of come into our head about, you know, how people handle and deal with different things. So we got to talking about men and i think one of the guys asked when did you know when you were a man when did you know when you were a man i thought this was this was good um i mean because me for me um i knew you know right off the bat you know just how i felt and what were my reasons but you got different experiences you got different answers so what makes a man we'll just jump right into it is it age is it kids is it when you get that uh you know that first nut or how many women you knocked off is it money is it responsibility is it puberty what makes a man those are kind of the things that, that came to my mind when I started thinking about this. And from our conversation, some of my takeaways as far as, okay, what, you know, what makes a man? You know what I mean? I don't think there's a, so there's not a universal answer. What makes a man is, to me, an ongoing idea, ideology, thought, 
I don't know what they would say scientifically um, defines a man or maybe what the uh, definition is, um, you know, in, in uh, you know, uh, in the dictionary, uh, you know, Marion Webster or something like that. But I'll kind of start off with my thoughts um, and then I'll kind of talk, you know, to some of those points I just said. So for me, um, I've been putting money in my mom's purse since I want to say maybe elementary school. So I'm in Arkansas. I'm from I'm from Arkansas. I'm in Arkansas, born in Little Rock, uh, Southwest to be specific as dub. Um, you know what I'm saying? So when I say I've been putting money in my mom's purse since I was young, that didn't really have to do with, um, you know, nothing illegal. I was, you know, we, we, we got grass, you know what I'm saying? So I'm raking leaves. Um, I'm mowing yards, you know, I'm doing little stuff like that. So obviously I got money to go to the candy store, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, up the street or whatever, which is just a convenience store, but you know, we just call it the candy store. Cause obviously I'm a kid. I'm not really going there to get anything else. I'm going up there to get me some butterscotch, uh, maybe some old school Laffy Taffy's or something. Um, maybe some, uh, what was that? You know, big chew bubble gum, you know what I'm saying? Because they had to have that big chew bubble gum. You know what I mean? It, it, it reminded you of the uh, chewing tobacco that they were using uh, in the, you know, in Major League Baseball. So you had your big chew bubble gum and you had them little, um, I don't know what they was called. It wasn't Chico. I never liked Chico sticks. But anyway, they were those little, remember those little white cigarette things? Uh, you know, you had those little white cigarette things. So anyway, I go up there. I'm primarily getting candy because in the nineties, you could get a bunch of candy really cheap. You know, it was like a nickel, uh, 10 cent, whatever the case may be. Now candy is like a quarter, uh, what, you know, you, you can't really find nothing um, except maybe some chiclets or something, I, I guess. Uh, you can't really find no candy that's like five cent no more. Everything that went up. But at that time, you could go get a bunch of candy. So anyway, I started putting money into my mom's uh, purse at a very young age. My mom and dad uh, separated by this time. Um, and so... I just felt like I had to grow up. I mean, if you've listened to 30 for 30, if you listen to some of my other episodes, I mean, you you kind of heard the stories. But anyway, I was, for the most part, the man of the house. Um, You know, I, I kind of just stepped into that place, whether it was voluntarily or involuntarily. And not that my mom needed it. My mom worked hard and, and you know, she she took care. You know what I mean? I think everything, anything that I did was chump change to what she was doing, but it was me feeling like I was helping and I wouldn't even tell her sometimes. I mean, I think to this day, she probably doesn't know. I mean, she probably kind of knew where the money was coming from, but anyway, I had to grow up at a very young age. I had to realize like I was broke. Other people weren't. Um, I wasn't always able to be a kid uh, because of our living conditions. I wasn't always able to have birthday parties and invite people over you know what I mean? Um, I, I, I wasn't able to do certain things. But at the end of the day, 
my most important things were that, you know, I had a roof over my head. I wasn't so much concerned with what I could get or what I couldn't get. Now, now that did build up some resentment because obviously, yes, all I think most kids, you go through the Toys R Us book, you circle all this shit off that your mama can't afford. You go through Walmart, you put shit on layaway. Now, for y'all folks who too uppity or whatever, y'all don't know nothing about layaway. Um, y'all can kind of fast forward past this part. But yeah, we, we definitely use layaway, you know what I'm saying, to be able to take care of things. Put things in the layaway, pay them off so that we could have them by Christmas or whatever. So my mom would put things in the layaway. You know, she would get that started early. But anyway, you look at all this stuff that you can't get. And you start to realize, you know, like, at least me, I came to this understanding of I can't rely on anybody for anything. You know, I know that sounds bad, but as I got older and into high school, I just realized I really got to rely on myself. I mean, I, and I guess I got it just by process of osmosis from my mom because I, I feel like, you know, she 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 held everything down. You know, I love my mom to death, but she held everything down and she just did what she had to do, period. She took care of her kids. At this point, it was just me and my younger sister, you know what I mean? But really, at this time, it was just me. Um, my younger sister hadn't been born at that time. So anyway, um, she did what she had to do. And so I kind of got that same type of mentality, you know what I mean? Like as far as just like, okay, when I go outside... I can't go to jail. I can't get killed. I got to come back. Like I'm already, you know, certain types of habits. I'm already just building in my head. Now, I didn't have traditionally, I didn't have like chores and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Everybody, you know, being in the black neighborhood, niggas didn't really have chores. Maybe my, my one homeboy, because I think his folks was Jehovah Witness. They kind of had some chores or something like that, but I didn't have no chores. But I was a pretty clean kid. You know what I mean? My room pretty much stayed cleaned up. My mom is, I consider her like a neat freak. Uh, well, she's not a neat freak, but she is very clean. I'm a neat freak. I know that might sound weird to a lot of women, but I'm a neat freak. I keep my stuff clean. I try to keep it organized like I'm a, what is it? A personality A type of guy, something like that. I'm, I'm you know, I'm atypical, whatever it is, but I like stuff that's like in order and stuff like that. So I know I'm kind of talking all over the board, but just kind of giving y'all some some background to some of these things. So at a young age, I'm putting money into my mom's purse. I'm building these habits. I'm getting to understand, OK, this is who you are, AJ. This is where you are. This is what you have to deal with. So I'm getting it into perspective. You know, this is like, OK, I know, you know, you man, I'm from the hood, so I got to be tough. You know what I mean? I, I I can't let nobody punk me. My mama don't play no games like that. Y'all done heard me talk about it before, but, you know, I'm building up these building blocks of what it is to be a man. Now, at this point, I haven't moved out. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not at college age or whatever, but I'm just learning like, OK, I've been grown since I was a kid. I mean, I, I we fought grown men. We we ain't afraid to fight grown men. I mean, it's it's just like that's normal. Like having to do mature stuff or think like a mature person, that's normal to us. Being out, 
pass when the street lights come on for any of y'all that know what that means. I think I talked about it before, but being out past, you know, when those street lights came on, that was normal. So I was already walking around as if I was older than what I was at a very young age. So when I got older, I was kind of prepared. You know, I, I think I talked about the overbound program and, you know, just in high school and that teaches you to be outside of your mother's house. Um, I think what they called it was some people would have like this empty nest syndrome to where they were unable to live without the security and comfort of their parents. It was very easy for me when I would be in the overbound program during the summer or after school. And, you know, after school, it was just you kind of get dropped off. You did tutoring. It helped you prepare for the next grade level. But during the summer, you would actually stay on a campus. I would actually be at Philander Smith College, staying on campus here in Arkansas. So staying on campus, no parents. It's just kids. And then we have like these uh, TCs, as they call them. I think they were like tutor counselors or whatever. But they they like college age students. They They are um looking over the floors you know making sure we not getting into too much trouble but at this time the old bound program was like the wild west now we did learn a lot of things because everything was teaching us and this is a predominantly black program you know they're there i mean this is a hbcu and i guess this you know whatever this is i don't think we had anybody i think everybody in this program was black so anyway when you get there it's like, nope, you, you, you know, ain't no calling mama, ain't no mama washing your clothes, ain't no mama ironing, ain't no mama cooking you no food. It's like you are literally learning how to be on a campus. So let me fast forward a little bit. Not not fast forward, but let me just basically tell you, for those of you who have not been to college or stayed on a college campus, when you move out of your mom's house, you move into the dormitory. Not all dorms have stoves and things like that. So you may have like an, an electric fire, uh, you know, frying pan. You may have a microwave. You may have a sink. You may have a refrigerator. That's about all that you have. So you get your groceries. You get your clothes. You really don't have it much room for furniture. You just make sure you have like bedding. Um, you again, you get like I said, I think I already said you get your clothes or whatever and you move. You're literally moving out. You're taking most of the things out of your room and you're moving out. I don't know if any of y'all saw Toy Story 3 when Andy went to college or whatever. Hey, man, Andy got to go to college. <laughs> yeah, I watched Toy Story. What's up? So anyway, you kind of got to leave some of that childish stuff at the house. You know what I mean? You're not taking no toys to college. Now, at this time, when I went to school, I think I took my um, I think I took my game cast because i was always big on nintendo or whatever i think i took my game cast maybe i had like a um game boy colors not not game boy color but the uh what was it the game boy advanced maybe at that time i'm not sure whatever it was so you know guys we probably we taking our game and stuff girls y'all probably taking y'all makeup whatever the case may be but anyway um so when you go to philander smith college for the overbound program during the summer you're taking all of these things, you know what I mean? And this is what is going to allow you to live. You may have a little bit of money, but basically that's the expectation. Once you get dropped off, you need to be there 
at a certain time. And then you won't be able to see your parents until like later on. Like, you know, basically, I think like every weekend you had the option to go home. So you're living outside of your home all week. You do have a room phone because most times you, you probably got a corded or a cord. If, you know, you probably had a cordless phone because this was a little bit before cell phones. This was cell phones were out, but kids didn't really have cell phones. So um, you would have your, you know, whatever, your, your phone in your room or whatever. So you could make calls. If there was an emergency, you could call your parents. But essentially, you can't call them for anything like you're having to learn to live on your own and and, and you got to get up on your own. Now, if you don't get up, the TC is going to come around beating on the doors, waking your ass up. They waking everybody up. And when I say we are on a schedule, this is a serious program. You get up to go to breakfast at, at uh, whatever you, you get up at six to go do this. You get up at seven to go do this. You go to class from eight to five. Once you get out of class, if you uh, decided to do some type of work study, yes. They had different things where you could do work study. So I I volunteered and, you know, I did that to make a little extra money or whatever to have some type of job and just kind of learn certain things or whatever. And then after that, um, you probably had dinner. You had lunch, you know, at 12 or whatever. Lunch was trash. Uh, breakfast was trash. So you had, you know, you, you had, uh, you know, dinner. And then I think they gave you maybe an hour of recreation you just kind of do whatever you want and then we would have these different trips throughout the week so everything was structured to the t you had to be at your classes you had to be up by a certain time you had to be dressed by a certain time not only this there was a dress code so while you're in the program you have to wear certain colors for each day of the week so when i say um you know regular college you bring your clothes da 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 oh we're brown because you are a participant in the program, you have signed basically a letter saying that, OK, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be good. I'm going to blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to get in trouble. I can be kicked out of the program because we get stipends from being in this program that, you know, these are things that will help us. And if we do four years in this program of high school or, or, you know, junior high to high school, five years, whatever the case may be, then we're eligible to get a scholarship and so on and so forth. So if you do right, you're allowed to stay in this program if not they're gonna send your parents to come get you now you don't want your parents having to come get you now me i had options i could go to the overbound program or i could play football but i chose to go to the overbound program and i learned how to take care of myself because my mom i had got to a point where i got tired of my mom washing my clothes like i don't know about y'all because i know a lot of girls in, in college did not know how to wash their clothes but when i was in i want to say junior high I looked at my mom and I was like, mama, can you teach me how to wash my clothes? And she was like, hell yeah, boy. <laughs> you know, my mama pretty funny. She was like, hell yeah. Uh, uh, go get that uh, detergent. You know what I mean? Go get that detergent. You know what I mean? So you, uh, she taught me how to wash my clothes. So by the time I get to overbound, I'm living on, I'm, I'm kind of a little advanced because I knew how to iron. I knew how to wash my clothes at least. Now the food, that was a struggle, you know, but you learn you got to do what you got to do because you can't go off campus until you have that time to go off campus or whatever. So you get like these time management skills and, you know, you know, it's not like high school. High school, you can kind of mess around. You know what I mean? You can get be tardy and, and this, that and the third. At Upward Bound, 
for different infractions, you would get kicked out of the program. During my time, and I was in the upper bound program until uh, I was in the upper bound program until graduation, and people got kicked out of the program. My goal was not to get kicked out of the program, not for nothing like that. That was just, you know, people who didn't like um, responsibility. People who didn't like someone telling them to do that. That's what that was. You know what I mean? Kids that wanted to be kids. They didn't really want to be mature and, and have somebody where they had to say, yes, sir, no, sir, and all of this other stuff and actually have to listen to some of these kids. Uh, you know, everybody kind of came from different households. So when you come here, it's kind of a shock. So you telling me that I got to listen to y'all. I can't go home. I don't have anybody to cook for me. And you telling me I need to be cool and, and do right. And this, all this other stuff, you're, you're trying to help me. I, I, I get the actual reason for the program. You know, you're trying to prepare us for college and for the next grade level, but I can't just be like a regular kid during the summer. I can't just run around, act a fool, be crazy and do whatever I want to do, get in trouble. I got to like go to school in the summer. I know for some of y'all that sounds crazy. Like what the, f what you was going to school in the summer. Yes. I went to school in the summer. So anywhere upward bound taught me certain lessons. So once you get past upward bound at this point, I've already had sex, you know what I mean? And, and I'm already, you know, lost my virginity and, and all of that different stuff. So I'm engaging in all of that. I'm, I'm kind of skipping over that because for me, that's not what made me a man, you know? So yes, I was in the world and, and of the world. So I did worldly things, um, but that wasn't defining me. How many girls I was talking to when I was in ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade, 12th grade, that wasn't defining me. Talking to the prettiest girl at this school or this school or dating the prettiest girl at this school this school that wasn't defining me i did it let's be clear i did it but that wasn't defining me as a man what was more so defining me as a man was my decisions to stay out of trouble not to smoke not to drink not to put my hands on a woman to listen to my mother to essentially try to be a good kid even though you know, if y'all been listening, I've definitely had, uh, you know, some some other things, you know, there's been a lot. <laughs> you know, I was always kind of like one kid to my family and to, you know, my, my grandmother and my mother. And then I was this other kid to the street, you know, and, and I always say these are they're the same people. But they don't move the same way. Um, so I'll, I'll leave that at that. So. You get to college and now I've been through the overbound program. I already know like what it is when I and I'm from Arkansas. So y'all got to understand. I don't know if everybody get this. Maybe if you from like New York, California or whatever. But when you from Arkansas, when you from gang banging in Little Rock, we already got a certain name. When I would travel, even in, in when we were in the overbound program, anytime it was like, oh, you from you from Little Rock. Everybody know what's up with them Rocktown boys. Everybody know what's up with, you know, with 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 those people. You know, we would always hear like gang. Every first thing was gang banging in Little Rock. A lot of people didn't even really know about Clinton. It, it, those were the two things you would hear. Mostly it was gang banging in Little Rock. They knew we had, a you know, 
murder rate or whatever. They knew we was murder capital at one point. People kind of just knew. So when I went to, um, you know, when I went to college, it was already established. It was, you know, it was already established, like what it is. You know, when, when we get out here, um, I'm just coming in like, you know what? I don't care about nothing. And what I mean, I don't care about nothing is like at this point, I'm not worried about how anybody is looking at me. So I get to college and I'm getting even more into just like, yeah, I'm that dude. You know, I'm, I'm a man. You know what I mean? I'm a man. I don't I don't need my mom. I can live without her. I didn't went however many hours away to go to school. I can get myself up. I can get myself to class. I can get myself dressed. I can feed myself. I can provide for myself. I, I'm I'm doing work study or I have a job. You know, I'm a man. Now, I wouldn't say that I was a man at this time, but I'm again, I've been doing stuff since I was a kid that was like normal to me that most kids didn't start doing until they got to college or, or whatever the case may be. So I've been doing a lot of stuff just as a certain type of boy, teenager, whatever, adolescent, whatever you want to call it. So I'm just getting more into that where I'm comfortable. I don't have that empty nest syndrome. And let me wrap that up. Empty, you know, again, I already talked about it. But anyway, I don't have that empty nest syndrome to where I can't be away from my home. I can't be away from my mom. I can't live without her. So I'm on campus. I got my car. I got my car senior year. I know some of y'all got y'all cars earlier than that. I got my car senior year paid for it. Cash paid for my cell phone bill. Yes. Paid for my insurance. Yes. Um, now, the first semester, I did have to borrow money to get my books because apparently I didn't have enough for books. But after that, I didn't have any problems. So anyway, um, you know, but again, even with borrowing money, I paid that money back over time. You know what I mean? Like I knew that money doesn't just grow on trees. I understood that at a very, very early age. Again, I told y'all I understood like the difference between my life and other people's lives, why I can't get this, why I can only look at it. You know, I'm a, a window shopper most of my life. So college, those things are are kind of getting embedded. And I know I'm making this long, but anyway, uh, different instances in my life, I feel like I'm building those blocks to being a man. And once you move out, it's like, oh yeah, once you move out, you get a car, you get your own place. It's kind of like you grown now. You you grown, you know what I mean? You, you, um, you ain't no baby no more, Jody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Kind of piss you off. Your mom didn't, didn't change your room up. They didn't, move your stuff out you know you know how some parents do once you move out and go to college they didn't you probably don't have a room when you come back you better not be, come back home so i learned those different things so for me i think i want to say i started saying i was a man once i turned 21 now again I, you can smoke and whatever at 18 you can drink at 21 i was making my own decisions I was doing, I was self-sufficient. That's when I considered myself a man. Once I was self-sufficient to be able to live on my own and take care of myself and make decisions that I could maintain without other individuals helping me. That's when I feel like I was a man. You know what I mean? Not, uh, you know, not some of the other typical things. You know what I mean? I, I think that, you know, I remember telling people, 
in junior high and elementary, you know, I was grown. You know, I'm a grown man. You know what I'm saying? But I don't. That was like a kid, you know, kind of being aggressive and and not wanting to listen. Like I'm don't be just trying to tell people don't be talking to me like I'm some regular kid. Like don't talk to me like I'm no kid. Like I've been doing stuff that your grown ass ain't been doing. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm probably making more money in on the street than you making at your regular job. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 making more money as a as a you know whatever than you making as a police officer. You know every hour or whatever. You know whatever the case may be. I was I was you know whatever. So when I became self-sufficient is when I was like, I'm a man. Not when I got married. Not when I had my daughter. I think that made me more of a man. But that's when I said it. And when I said I'm not saying it as a bragging thing, like I'm a man. It's more of just like a, a respect thing. You know what I mean? Talk to me like a man. Talk, Treat me like a man. I'm not a child. I I, I might be. Your little cousin, I might be your your nephew, I might be this, I might be that, but at this point, I got hair on my face. I got hair, you know, in other places. <laughs> um, you know, for those of you who have sensitive ears or whatever. Um, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Don't don't treat me like I'm a kid at this point. Don't don't know how to talk to me because I'm gonna talk to you the same way. Not to say we're exactly on the same level because I respect you, but just realize that now I'm doing the same things that you're doing. I'm having to make those same decisions that you're having to make uh, in your life, even though you're older than me. Um, so that's when I felt like I was a man. And then again, I'm still learning to be a man and what type of man I want to be, what type of husband I want to be, what type of father I want to be. I mean, it's a work in progress, but that's when I was like, I'm a man. Don't anything else at this point is disrespectful. I'm going to take it as disrespect. I'm sorry. So for some of the other guys, it was uh, different things. Some guys said they don't know. They 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 don't know. Um, they're still learning. Um, some of them said they didn't have an example. You know, uh, they, they didn't have that father figure. They didn't have that man in their life, grandfather, whoever it was. So they didn't really learn who to model after when it came to being a man. I always say I learned how to be a man from my mother. I mean, again, I learned it on my own, but I truly would accredit my mother for the man that I am because she supported me no matter what I did. And again, I was a good kid. She supported me. She stood behind me. She took care of the house, whether there was a man in the house or not. And so I learned a lot of traits and characteristics from her and my grandmothers. You know, they were also strong women. So I know a lot of guys would say that a woman can't raise a man. And I would disagree. I would vehemently disagree with that. Um, I think that anybody can raise a man. Not just a man, because, again, anybody can show you bad habits. Anybody can teach you the wrong shit. It's some guys that that's from the hood. They teaching you how to be a, a thug and a gangster. That don't necessarily make you a man just because you know how to rob a nigga or shoot a pistol or hold a knife or, or slash somebody or, or break into something. That don't necessarily make you a man. You know, just being honest. I don't think that it's so simple as, you know, 
sex, male and female. Only a, a male can make a man and only a female can make a woman. I, I don't I don't think so. So I credit my mother just for the type of man that that I became, you know, and I'm not perfect, but I think I'm a pretty good man. So some guys, you know, again, they had varying things back to, you know, what I said earlier. Is it age? No. Y'all already know where I'm going with this. I don't think your age makes you a man. Because it's some 40-year-old kids. It's some 50-year-old kids. It's some people that still have not grown up. It's some individuals that still living with their mama. We know. I know y'all, man. We got some uncles, aunts, and cousins. Don't lie. 30-year-old, 25-year-old. Ain't never left the house. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm, Look, y'all know. I ain't got to call nobody out. I ain't got to say no names. Y'all know we know people like this. So, no. I don't think age makes you a man. I don't think how many girls you done smashed. When would the, you know, if you first had sex when you was 12 or 13, I don't think that makes you a man. You may no longer be a virgin, but that doesn't make you a man. Like, what habits is that really teaching you to say, I'm a man because I know how to have sex? I don't think that's just the biggest characteristic of a man is oh i know how to get women in bed and i know how to manipulate women and, and get out of these things you you might be a uh what, what a warlock <laughs> you know what i'm saying you might be a manipulator or something like that that don't make you a man you know what i mean you, you got a good mouthpiece that don't make you a man um money no I think that most people would look at somebody who has a lot of money or, or a certain amount of money as a, as a man. But clearly we know that people with money don't make the best decisions. You know, that's period point blank. Money does not make you a, a man. You know what I mean? Sometimes again, money could, could bring out the worst in you. Money could make you more immature, more childish, not more mature, not things that would help you to be a man. Now, yes, Money does allow you to take care of things. Money does allow you to be self-sufficient. But I don't think mon just money teaches you some of the other social skills that, that you need to be to be, I guess, what most people would consider a man in society. Responsibility. Responsibility is great. Everybody should get responsibility when they're young. Parents, it's your responsibility to teach your kids responsibility. I think that that's good because now you have to be accountable for something, but that doesn't make you a man. If your mom tells you to put your toys up, if she tells you to clean up your room, if she tells you to put gas in the car, if she tells you to mow the, the yard, if she tells you to rake the leaves, if she tells you to clean out the gutters, whatever the case may be, that, that doesn't make you a man. Those are building blocks that can be put together and, and you know, and, and can form a man, can can mold a man, can shape a man. But that alone doesn't make you a man. The fact that you have responsibilities. I think there's more to it than just I have responsibilities. And again, you have to take care of those responsibilities. That's a part of it. You can't just have responsibilities and neglect them and, and still consider yourself a man. 
It don't work that way. Hell no. It's a lot of fathers walking around here with responsibilities, don't take care of them, and, and they, you you know, they think they fathers. You think you're a man? That don't make you a man. Having things that you're supposed to take care of and, and you don't, that doesn't make you a man. Um, And what else did I say? Um, Puberty. Yeah. Get a little hair on your nuts. Get a little hair on your on your under your arms. You know what I mean? Get get a little a little peach fuzz on your on your face. You know what I'm saying? Get get you know get a little stubble. Does that make you a man? What y'all think? Bi come on. Biologically. That's just like saying when a girl has her first period, she's a woman. Some people probably would say that, but I, I would disagree with that as well. Um, but again, you know, you can have children, I think, what, ain't that right, women? You can have children once you, you know, uh, hit your, you know, puberty and, you know, ha have your first uh, period or whatever. So you're, you're of childbearing, childrearing uh, age or whatever at 11, 10, 11, something like that. Um, I don't know if that makes them a woman. Uh, I would say it doesn't. Um you know, I mean, look, we know babies is having babies. You know what I mean? So it's not like I'm going to just give anybody that title. You know, you can't give these things out loosely. You know what I mean? Just because people have certain things. Like they may have one thing out of ten. No, you can't just have one thing and then say that you are this. Um, I don't think so. That's just me. So puberty? Hell no. That don't make you a man just because you can bust a nut. You know, that means you got some semen in you. You know what I mean? You got some little swimmers. That means you can have a child. That means you can go out. You know, you can get in some trouble. Your, your, your penis get hard. You, you, can, you can catch some. That means quite a few things, but that doesn't make you a man alone. So I'll end with this. Um. Two questions for y'all out there. What makes a man and who taught you how to be a man? Just just think about that. Just try to put it into take it out of space. And form and put it into something. Just kind of think like really good or bad because nobody's perfect, good or bad. But just try to think like. What? Where? I'm going to leave y'all with that just to kind of think about and, and ponder on. I, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Uh, you know, I still got some things to work out, got some things I need to do better, but I hope y'all enjoyed that episode. Again, this is AJ. This is the What We Gonna Do podcast. Find me on Twitter. Find me on Instagram. If you want to support me, like I said, visit patreon.com forward slash what we going to do. If you are thinking about starting a podcast, visit podbean.com forward slash what we going to do. I appreciate all of the support, the downloads, the tweets, the follows, the replies. I appreciate all it. Y'all keep doing it. Y'all keep spreading the word. Share this. Subscribe. Leave me a review. 
anything is appreciated. I'm doing this, you know, at this point, just because I want to do it, because I know it's going to take time. And I think that I shouldn't be doing it for any other reason. Like I should just be doing this out of the fun of it and, and out of the, you know, the, the growing love of it. I shouldn't be doing it for any other purpose, you know, because that's going to leave me feeling like I'm not getting something in return. So I'm signing off. Talk to y'all next time. Peace.